Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Adalis. <clears throat> and today we are talking about I can't help but fear. That is such a lie. That is such a demonic lie. I keep forgetting that I'm um recording. Like the video. So it's like Can I want to scratch. That's right. Her makeup is on fleek, though. Thank you. So, um, anywho, I'm sorry, that's old. So does it make me sound? What is this? What is this? Yeah, he doesn't show up with that. With this. I don't what is know this? what that is. is. That's insulting. I don't know what that is. Literally paper. This is a little tiny piece of tissue paper. <laughs> wow. You know what's worse? Okay. Um, uh, okay. Have okay. you ever been to a? Do you remember when school used to have those square to, for toilet paper? Ugh. They used to have the square little boxes, and you would pull the one like paper. Literally, it it felt like paper. Yes. And you would you would. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it would be brown. Sometimes it would be brown. The brown one was a little bit more coarse. Yeah, but the, mostly the the white ones, but like fuller. I'm ones. talking about fuller yeah. and fuller. You yeah. would. Pull the little sheet down, and it was just one hard toilet paper sheet, just one. And you'd have to do that slowly, and and then it, over and over. Do you remember that? Yeah, which I don't even get that because it's like even the hand ones, like where you put your hands, the automatic ones, the you know what is it called, the digital ones? I don't know what it's called. You mean like the air? No, like the the automatic ones where you don't oh. have to like pull any lever. Yes, yes. What? No, the no, automatic ones. That no, they, automatic and paper. Dispense. Yeah, at sheets. Yes, there is automatic, a automatic paper roll paper dispenser. dispenser. Yes, a sensor, yeah. like the the hand sensor ones, and then at sheets because I know particularly from traveling uh, through Pennsylvania and stuff, they have some of them. You are you can allot how much paper comes out of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's this much paper. I know. I know. And if they think that's going to stop me from pulling out this much paper, they don't lo- lose. They, they, they lost their mind. I will be there for 30 minutes in oh, order to get my fact. required amount of tissue paper. Okay. How about if you think this is going to stop me these places and, and, and help me conserve uh, uh, trees, it ain't happening. We'll put the paper towel this dispenser next to the um, the the Dyson air blow dryer whatever okay the i like the dyson blow air way too loud not the dyson ones the accelerator or whatever that's it's the one that i'm talking about the that accelerator one ones where it's like the white and then the hair damage the air your comes eardrum out. it's you so allow it to. dang loud why would anybody want it it's just you're disrupting the piece whatever rum whatever uh so anyway i just want to um Think what a what a lovely. I think I'm just going so go home. Much, I just feel so much love and thank you. thank you so much for this. I'm just one happy camper. Baby says what? Baby, I love you. That's what <laughs> baby says <laughs> to you. So thank you so. It was parchment paper. Incredibly much. <clears throat> 
So anyway, um, I was telling uh, everybody this morning that I was, I opened up my messages and there was a person that had mentioned the fact that she can't help but fear at the fact that maybe she's not going to get pregnant this year. And I, it upset me. Yeah. And, and my first reaction is to just kind of be like, what is wrong with you? Like I would so love to just get to a person and just shake them. Right. And really, maybe even slap them. Okay. I mean, I would love to slap somebody and just knock some sense into them, to be quite honest with, with, okay. with you. But um, I didn't do that, obviously, uh, because it's social media. You can't really do that. Uh, so I just kind of like responded the best that I could. But it, there is a problem. There is, and, and we talked about it this morning, and we're going to continue to talk about it on the, this podcast. Um, it's, it's the I can't help but fear factor. In a person, and especially women. And now I can say with 100% accuracy that fear really um, has a lot to do in a woman's life. Because if, if we look back on two um, podcasts ago when, when I talked about the, the role in, uh, of a mother and a father, the, 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 uh, the Hebrew word stemmed from um, anger is without father. And the Hebrew word uh, rooted uh, for uh, fear. fear is without mother. And so we understand really this plays into a woman if they allow it to. If you're not aware that this is something that's going to literally uh, choke you out if you allow it to because of ignorance, uh, because of lack of God's word, then, uh, you know, (laughs) Jolie, she is now. Oh, I got a happy Jeez. belly. Hey, I got a happy belly. I'm in the euphoric state. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After you have a happy belly, you know that that state. You know what I'm talking about. She needs a nap. She needs a nap. So anyway, as Magali's um, sleeping, I'm just going to like look at this camera and look at the people that are actually watching and paying attention because my sister's now currently uh, taking a nap during my podcast. So that's wonderful. Um, so anyway, so we understand that uh, it's a woman's um, a tendency to fear. And if you allow for fear to continue to manifest and put up with it, and this is the thing that I want you to understand. Uh, uh, the, the title is I can't help but fear, but really it should be called, um, don't put up with fear. You can't put up with it and you can't make a, a leeway for it. You can't make a, 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 even a little bit of fear can absolutely destroy your life. Why? Because it just starts with a little bit of an open door for the enemy to come in and slam that door on your face. That's all it takes. And so if you allow yourself to um, not be in the word, which is why I've been I've been taking this entire week to talk about the the responsibility of a person in knowing God and developing the relationship with God. Because now I got the burpees. <clears throat> Is that Coca-Cola class? It's okay, Coke. I haven't had a Coke in a while. And it's, I got the burpees. Um, but it's your responsibility. Yeah. And it all falls back on you. It all falls back on you, ladies and gentlemen. It all falls back on the decision that yeah. you make to be in fear. It's a choice. It is a choice. And it's a spirit. It's like somebody who says, like, well, I can't help but to have lust problems. 
I can't help but yeah, to just, have. It's just it's, my last name. I've been something I've been struggling with. I don't know. It's just it's I feel family. like people Thank just you. need to watch what they say because then they they give something that really doesn't have any power, like complete power over them. So just watch it. So it is what you say. Mm -hmm. And it is, it has everything to do with that first confession. So it's like people don't even get that what they say is making an allowance for what they don't see. Right. Or for what they do see. You know what I mean? It's what you say. That's you go ahead and, and walk across. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's what you say that really does matter because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's like, I don't care what, how, how you figured it out. I don't care how, um, how you've mapped it out in your life, how you've planned it, how you've confessed it. If your words say something contrary to the word of God, like I can't help but fear. Uh, haven't I commanded you in Jeremiah? Do not fear. Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. courageous. Do not fear. Abstain from fearing, which means you can help it. So just that statement alone makes you know and come to the realization that you, you don't have enough word on the inside of you. And this is not a rebuke. Uh, although been, it might you've, seem you've like rebuked it. me before. <clears throat> I was going to say, I'm like, I've heard this one before because I remember with, um, you know, after, especially after uh, giving birth, you know, you're a little hormonal and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was just reciprocating what you did mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, no, it's true. Because and we know, we, we know, acknowledge we know. the fact yeah, that this like, is all this hormonal. Is Let stuff. me slap you out of yeah. it. And you were like, um, you don't have enough word content in your life. And I'm like, excuse me? I really said that to you? Yes. And you were like, the, the word isn't hidden inside of your heart if you're, you're acting like this. And I was like, no, she didn't. And then what did I do that night? Got in my word. You did. And found the peace of God. Because <laughs> I was like, guilty. <laughs> it was true. And actually, from the next week, you went from, from somebody week, yes. with the fear eyes. Y'all know the fear eyes. The fear this eyes. is the fear eyes. Yep. You better believe it. Fear eyes is a real thing. Everything is, is almost like, you know, the, 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 the glasses, the Panic. rose colored, you know, glasses. Ron is wondering why the, they haven't the cut lens. to me. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get the it. The rose colored lens. Yes. You know, you can also wear these lenses that are totally fear driven and they look like that. Do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're panicked. It's like there was panic in your eyes. And oh, I, I didn't even have to, you didn't have to say anything. I, people don't have to say anything. When I go up to people and I pray for people and they're like, how did you know that I was battling suicide? How did you know that I was like, you know, in depression and anxiety? I'm like, your face, boo. Your face. No, you have eyes. Your eyes said it all. What does my eyes say about me now? That you're a lovely person. Thank you. I have to because I'm being recorded. I would like to say other things. Mm -hmm. Edit, edit. <clears throat> but anyway, um, so uh, it, it always stems. There's always a problem mm -hmm. with the person. And see, you could blame outside factors all you want. Right. You can blame even the word of God for not coming through for you. But it's, it's, it's deeper than that. It's something that's reflected on you and your responsibility. It's your responsibility to know God, mm -hmm. to know his word, to yeah. know his word is to know God. That's right. Point period blank. Mm -hmm. 
That's why I always say it here. Are you okay, Ron? That's why I always say it here. I always say you need to get in the word and watch it deliver you from every evil, from everything you've been struggling with. It's so easy. It is that easy. Just, just getting in your word. So you're just trying to tell me that I just have to read the word in it and God's going to take me out. That's exactly uh, what I'm saying. It's a, that's why it's, no, a, that's exactly it's what I'm the saying. mysteries. It, it's it's, it's it's the revelation set, of the word of God. It's not just the word to of confound God. Confound the wise. It's the revelation. Everybody wants this, you know, song and dance. Everybody wants to cut themselves and spill their blood and do all of these things and torture themselves. When it really is just that simple. It's that simple. But it is. Let's 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 dig a little bit. We're digging deep. Okay. This just turned into a digging deed. Okay, that's fine. Now, um, it's it's about the revelation of the word of God that's going to create the impact in you to see no, 100%, your outside circumstances. You read I'm it. talking. You could read <laughs> it, but you could also read a magazine and that's not going to impact you. No fact. You can read it, but unless you have the revelation or understanding. And it's the revelation. And that's why you got to have a couple. empower you. All right. Tell, tell them how to get revelation. I can tell you to get how to get revelation. I'll, t- I'll tell you an example of that happened to me. When I was struggling with this blood issue yeah. on me, the last thing I thought about was the woman with the issue of the blood. Yes. Three weeks. Thank you. You can even like test. You can say my testimony for me. You've heard it so Yes. Much. Three weeks it took me to to even conjure up that story. Why wasn't it the first thing that was like stirred up in me? It wasn't because I didn't have the word hidden in my heart. So what ended up happening? I always had this internal struggle. You are not good enough. Maybe it's something in your past that you did that now this is rearing its head and you're undeserving of healing. You're undeserving for God to work on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because you aren't uh, you don't have enough faith. That one was really real for me mm-hmm. because it's like, if I'm not walking in it, I know that the only thing that I'm can not, please God <clears throat> is faith. Right. So, and I know he's not the author of, of destruction right. and sickness and disease. So I've aligned myself with the wrong party. I'm not that dumb to, to, to think or confess, God, why would you do this to me? Why would you allow for this to happen? I'm not that dumb to say that. Right. I did something to open up a door for the attack. Right. hundred times out of a hundred. Let's just, God, God's up in heaven and he's done all he can. People he don't gave like his that. word. Ooh, people he gave don't like that. Helpmate. People don't he like that. He gave Jesus. Mm-hmm. He did everything he could. No. What more could he do? And then he says, what you forbid on earth is going to be forbidden in heaven. What you allow on earth will be allowed in heaven. So if I'm not forbidding uh, attack, uh, is that even a word forbidding? Yeah. Okay. Um, it didn't seem like it. ESL. If I don't forbid evil to come into my home, then it's going to be allowed. Yeah. Then I, I have to take a stance. And it's not that I'm paranoid or I'm, I'm suspicious of what I am is I'm ready. Because I know that this is an all-out attack on my life, on my children's life. If you are a believer, there's an attack. There's a war. You know, and so coming to the grips of that, it eliminates fear and then it makes you feel ready mm-hmm. because fear is just something that is is left to the unknown. I don't know if God's going to come through for me. I don't know if I'm going to get healed about this. Right. I don't know if I'm really going to have a baby. I don't know if this thing is going to actualize in my life. So when you fear, it's because you rest on the fact that you don't know what tomorrow brings. It's however, uh-huh. the word of God. Yes. 
Well, we'll tell you exactly what you need to know so that you can know what tomorrow tomorrow will be glorious. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. You have a plan for me and there's an expected end, which what does that mean? I can count on my tomorrow. That's what I can count on. I'll be alive and well. Mm -hmm. I'll be prosperous. I'll be healed. I'll dominate because that's what God has afforded me through the word. And I didn't know that at the time. Right. So it was the fear of the unknown and what am I doing wrong, which was the biggest mental fatigue of my entire life. Mm -hmm. What am I doing wrong? I don't have enough faith. What can I do to rectify this? I don't have enough faith. And I kept praying out, please give me more faith. God, give me more. I know it's, it's my faith element. I need more faith. And really God is saying like faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. I just want a relationship. Hearing the word of God. That's it. Hearing the word of God. Yeah. Hearing, hearing the word. It's not <clears throat> just hearing, hearing. There's a second emphasis on the hearing. There's an understanding. It's faith comes by hearing, understanding the word of God. Yeah. Under, it's something deeper than just hearing. It's a double emphasis to let you know, understand. It's not just hearing it with our ears and mentally assenting to it. It's understanding and let it permeate into your heart. So now it structures the way you think mm-hmm. and you see the outcome of it. Right. And so I remember sitting there thinking to myself, I don't, I still don't have enough faith. I'm praying for faith and I'm reading a book at the time and I'm cross-referencing everything with the Bible. There's a scripture. I want to read it and I want to delve into it even further. So there was this one scripture on to each was given a measure of faith Mm -hmm. to each has been given a measure of faith. And the book was, uh, Andrew Womack, a better way to pray. I think it was that book or I don't remember which book it was. I think it was. And, uh, he said with that faith that God has, has put on the inside of you, that's the faith you need in order to apply it to every issue of your life. If you had that faith to get up out of your seat and walk down to the altar and confess Jesus Christ as Lord and savior of your life in front of people, which is what was at the time, one of the hardest things that I could have ever done. Yeah. And really for every believer, that's really one thing that's like a, a, a hump you have to get over is pride is, is like people are going to think that I, I look stupid and yeah. I, I don't want to cry in front of anybody, you know? Yeah. And so that deposit was in there because I knew it, it, it took an outside force to get me to go to that altar right. and say, I'm sorry and break that pride and say, I need you. And so I, I, I was sitting there in bed and the revelation of God's word came into my heart and it illuminated something in me. And it came from that simple scripture to each is given a measure of faith. And that measure of faith is what I need to apply for every issue of my life. It's already there. I don't have to ask for it. It's already deposited. But what I can do is I can increase it or I can snuff it out. Right. And so increasing it is using it because I already have it. And all of a sudden I'm like, I already have it. Mm -hmm. I already have the faith. I already have have the God kind of faith. And that's what the Bible says is just just have it. Just take it. Just use it and walk with it. You don't have to try to struggle for it. You don't have to ask me for it. I'm all about you walking in faith, the Lord is saying. And I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for you to walk it out in the way that I want you to walk it out. And the Bible says have the God kind of faith. That's a powerful kind of faith because with that faith... Heaven and earth were created. Everything that we know is created. Healing is, is created because of that. 
all of uh, their faith is a powerful force. Especially you and now, now you're telling me I have the God kind of faith. Okay. Then yes, I do have that. God to each is given a measure of faith. There was a deposit of faith on the inside of me and it illuminated in my heart and I never looked back. And I thought I will never pray for more faith. I'll just read my word Mm -hmm. and know that the faith that I have can increase by activating it with what I say. And I can release my faith to believe for, for the increase. And when I release my faith and use it and I see it manifest like I did with my body, all of a sudden it comes back multiplied. Yeah. So it, it's still the, the, the law of seed time and harvest. I've planted my, sorry, I've planted the seed of faith as mm. I spit it in your face. Yeah. I've planted the seed of faith. Uh, uh, in these different areas. And because I've seen the manifestation of it, this is mine. Okay. You have your apple one. Um, she's trying to eat my big league chew grape and I'm not, I'm, it's not happening. So because I've released my faith in that area, I can expect the gain of, uh, more faith, increased faith. Because I can tell you, if you've ever won a victory, if you've ever released your faith and you saw it come to pass, there's more faith that's, that rises up on the inside of you. Just because you release that faith, all of a sudden you see the manifestation of the work, you see the manifestation of what it is that you've been believing for, all of a sudden not only do you get the reward, you get more faith. And then with that faith, you, you use it and you apply it to a different scenario and you get more faith. So it's really that easy. <clears throat> so it was that revelation. And, and the, o- the only thing that I did differently was I was seeking a specific thing. It wasn't just like, I'm here to just receive from you, Lord. Like I was, I was in it to win it. I'm, I'm going after something here. I need an answer. Because you knew what was the enemy. So when you went into it, you were like, a fear is my enemy, so I'm going to attack it. I, 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 to, to, at the point, no, I didn't know that fear was the source of it all. Mm-hmm. That came in after I was like, I kept reading the word. Because then, then he started showing me things from when I was 12. Mm-hmm. About how I reacted to certain situations and allowed fear to come in. Right. And so that didn't come till after I had the revelation, like, I don't need more faith. You just walked right in front of the thing. <laughs> I don't need more faith. I can just simply release what I have right. and see it manifest for. And then after I did that, all of a sudden, everything kind of like whoop, fell into place. And then now God could speak to me mm-hmm. because it's like you keep praying for the wrong thing. Right. And, and then it, it, that, it's that scripture that says uh, uh, you, you, you pray amiss. You're praying and it's all wrong. Right. So you think that this is the problem and, and you think that this is going to be the solution when it's not. So I'm praying because I'm thinking I have a faith problem and really it's, it's a word problem. Mm-hmm. And then I receive the word enlightened on the inside of me and God reveals to me that it's fear. So it's just like, it all just goes whoop right but back. Let me, let me remind you because, um, there's certain people that are probably like, well, I'm, pl- I'm now they're going to take from this and they're going to be like, I'm praying wrong. God, show me how I'm praying wrong. And, um, but you know, it was God's grace that like, helped you see everything and it was that relationship the whole point of this entire week is for to to drive people to have a relationship with the lord you can know him intimately and personally you can know him to the point where he'll he'll literally tell you you have a b12 deficiency yeah 
Honestly, that happened to Adalis with the, with this whole thing. She was having heart palpitations, and then all of a sudden, she had a dream, and it's the the dream said something about B twelve. She looked it up, B twelve deficiencies. So then, didn't she get on a little B twelve vitamin? Or you know, it's it's a real relationship. We serve a real God, and I think some people like to to forget that He's real. He's alive. He's seated on the throne. That's a lot of big league chew that you're uh, gonna. It's really good though. This is the uh, put it in your mouth. Right apple there. sour apple. Okay. Let me see. It is gonna hurt. It's your not jaw. gonna hurt my jaw. Said it. I know. No, I can't pray, Dominic. I can't pray for you to have more faith. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You can't pray for more faith. The Bible says the only faith, the only way faith comes is by hearing, hearing the word of God. So you just need to read the word and and hear the word. Hear the word. And it's not just good just sitting there and taking time to just kind of like read it to get through it. You need to sit there and read it to get something out of it. Just like if I'm going to sit down with a a friend, I'm going to sit down because it's mutually beneficial for me to sit there and hear about what you have to say so that if I do have a situation in my life, I I can come to you for it and you can tell me your wisdom on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a mutually beneficial relationship. And so it is with the things of God. It's like you sit there and you're asking God specifically. You need to be intentional. He's not everywhere. He's not just going to. Some people think that there's an actual, um, you know, there's a there's a there's a, a, a an actual airplane ride to anywhere. You go to the airport and say, where do you want to go? They'll ask you, where do you what's your final destination? And you say anywhere. They'll lock your behind up. They'll say, uh, that doesn't exist. Can you please be specific? Which airline would you like? Which airport in America would you like to fly to? And you just say anything, anywhere. It's not, you're not going to get anywhere. You just sit there with a, with a loony jacket. Is that even a thing? I don't know. But, um, you know, you have to be specific. You need to be intentional in seeking the face of God for whatever it is. Uh, uh, that you're searching for. You know, it's like if, if your issues with money, study everything to, to do with money in the word of God. Get books, get outside help. You know, I was listening to T.L. Osborne this morning and he was saying that most people will refuse to read any books outside of the Bible. And, and that's not okay because we are, um, we have, uh, you know, we're, we're preconditioned to believe certain things. One of them being is prayer. Prayer is, you know, sometimes he says yes, sometimes he says no, sometimes he says maybe. If you have that predisposition to believe that way, whatever you read is going to fall back on that. So reading another book from men of God who are experiencing success, who have had it, who've had revelation given to them by God and have really walked this out, opens your mind to receive new things in the word. Things that I'd never seen before. Even with that, I've read that scripture to each is, is given a measure of faith time and time again. But uh, when I read that Andrew Womack book, for whatever reason, 
something oh there was an impartation that was uh, uh uh you know imparted to me and i could see things differently when i read yeah. Gl- gloria copeland's book on uh god's will is prosperity i got an impartation of prosperity when i read that book that mm-hmm. was not there before i've read those scriptures before and i never gained the understanding like they had put it yeah. when i read faith oyedepo's um uh, uh the minister's wife book i cried and repented oh no because I was, I, I felt convicted. Mm-hmm. You said things, she said things, and they were all based on biblical things. Uh, it was all based on the word. It wasn't just like, a, well, I think. No, it was all word-based. And she took the word and said, this is how you apply it. As a minister's wife, you want to be an effective minister's wife? This is what you got to do. I read those outside books along with the help, and they help you understand. And so this is for anybody that's watching right now. If you are struggling with whatever uh, uh, in, in your walk with the Lord, get a book, somebody who's anointed, somebody who's walking it out, someone who's full of the Holy Ghost and power, and, and, and study, begin to study and align yourself up. What is the difference between Martha and Mary? Martha was a hustler. She worked. And, and some people think that just because I read the Bible and I go through it, every six months from cover to cover that this is somehow going to be the, the resolve. It's not staying at the feet of Jesus and getting revelation. That is the, that, that is where, whoo, that's where the, the strength comes in. It's not just you're a, a, a King's kid. Mm-hmm. It's not, you just, you belong to the family. You're a son and a daughter. Bishop Boyadepo says, and sons and daughters are the ones that he'll make manifest his revelation to. So you have to position yourself. It's not just, uh, uh, he's, he's my, my father. There's lots of people that out there that have fathers that are totally disconnected from them. Oh yeah. But if you have a son and a daughter, that's because you've invested time and they've invested time in you. And those are the people that get the inheritance, the sons and the daughters, they get the inheritance and they get the revelation. Well, and when you get the revelation of God's word on the inside of you, you cannot struggle. There is a light that is illuminated on the inside of you to never have you stranded to never leave you stranded and for you to never say dumb things like i can't help but fear come on no i don't do not receive do not allow fear if there is fear anywhere in your life study get at the feet of jesus and take a a, a three months time and that might sound sound a lot but i'll tell you these three months time that you give uh, to the study of the word concerning that issue is going to save you a lifetime of having to fear in that that situation. A lifetime. Mm-hmm. And be consistent with it. Don't just give it up after three months. You just quit doing it. No. Be consistently following after God. Be consistently in relationship with him so that he can make that deposit. Because I can tell you, I, I remember very clearly when I opened up the word of God and all of a sudden God spoke to me. It was, it was different than reading it before. I did it out of religious obligation before, but all of a sudden, as I read it, it was like in between the lines, there was a message being drawn out to me personally. All of a sudden I'm reading about Paul and I'm reading about his struggles and I'm, 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 there's something that God is depositing on the inside of me that has nothing to do with the story of Paul. It's like he's talking to me even in the midst of me reading this and it, it's, it's, it's a deposit in my own life. It's a revelation that I'm receiving. It's an impartation from the word of God that I've positioned myself to receive 
because it's only in the times that I'm like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to receive. And I can tell you, it's that revelation of God's word that breaks you free and it never, you don't go back. You don't go back to the same day. I've gotten so many people, so many people. What the heck happened to you? What is, what happened? What was the difference? And I'm like, I took the word seriously. I began having a, a, a relationship with Jesus. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. And it makes you sound stupid because it's like, wow, you've been in ministry for 12 years. And these last two years are the only times where you really got <laughs> serious. And it's like, yep. Because I tried doing it in my own strength and power. I tried figuring it all out and kind of putting it in a formula. Okay, if I do this, I'm, I'm in church here and I'm, um, you know, I've got this many hours uh, uh, accounted for in service. So that's got to count for something. No! It doesn't. Just being there doesn't, doesn't matter. You need to be active. You need to actively participate. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> so knock it off. Quit fearing. Somebody had to hear that. Yeah. Somebody had to hear that. 100%. Talking to somebody here. Stop it. Well, well, well. Stop it. Well. Just like John told me many years ago, stop fearing. And I was like, what are you talking? I can't help that because I was ignorant of the word. Right. And now I realize, no, yes, I can. And that's the only reason to banish fear. Well, that's the only way, not reason, the only way to banish fear. So I will. Thank you very much, fear. Get gone. Get the step and go back to hell, fear. I'll tell myself that even now. Whenever I feel a symptom and I'm like, ooh, what is that? I say, fear, bye. Mm-hmm. See you later, anxiety. See you later, fear. Get lost. Not here. I refuse. I refuse to be anxious. Let me just tell you one scripture before we close this out. I know it's 325, okay? I know, I know. I know we wasted a lot of time eating, but I feel good right now because I got some delicious subs all up on in the inside of me. What, Junior? He loves you, Jolie. He still loves you. <laughs> um, shoot, what was this, the thing? See, now I'm just going to end it because I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, right, this. No thanks to Megalis. Well, I mean, I, I don't, you don't have any notes. Okay. Submit yourselves then. I like how that, that's, that's put. So be subject to God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him and he will flee from you. Here's subject, the definition of subject. A person or thing that is being discussed, described, no, that's not it. A person or thing that's considered, shown, or talked about, no, that's not it. No, not the subject of a book. Uh, What is, can you look up the, um, am I boring you? I mean, you don't even know what you want me to look up. Subject, I just said it. You want me to look up subject? Okay, right here. Subject. Because Magali's like useless. Webster's Dictionary, 1828, defines subject as the amplified version is, 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 um, has put it. Being under the power and dominion of another. Be subject to God. Be under the power and dominion of God. Hmm? How about that? How about that? So let's read that again. Be, so, so be subject. 
you nasty. Just so that you got like a piece of gum on, on stuck on the side of your nose. So uh, be uh, so be subject to God. Now I forgot where this thing is. You don't mess me up, Mags. Just it. like, get out it's of like here. The, the under the power subject. and the dominion. Exactly. The king subject. So you need to be under the power and dominion of God. Be under the power and dominion of God. Be again. I literally could gag. So be under the power and dominion of God. Then you can resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. So there has to be, that's not funny, guys. This is, not, this is disgusting. So you have to be um, under the power and dominion of God in order for you to resist the devil and he can flee. So it's not just resist the devil and he'll flee from you. It's you need to be under the power and dominion of God, which takes an effort, which takes you being a subject to God. Just like he's the king, I'm his subject, right? Mm -hmm. He can tell me whatever I can do and I'll have to do it because I'm subject to him. Mm -hmm. I'm under his dominion. I'm under, I submit myself under his subjection. Huh? So when I do that, then I can freely tell this evil or I can freely say to this demon, get the hell away from me. And it has to do, it has to flee. I can resist the devil and he will flee. But first it's contingent on me being subject under the power and dominion of God. And that takes effort. I can't, that just doesn't happen. Right. I need to make myself available then, don't I? Because subjects are usually in the king's house. Mm-hmm. If you're my subject, you're in my property. I can summon you. I can call on you because you're here. But n- no, no straggler, no, no, no outside sources is, is a subject of the king. Uh, out, outside uh, of of the temple, outside of the uh, the 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 uh, uh, king's palace, king's courts. If he's out there, he's not going to be a subject to him. He's not even part of his household. So what does that mean? That means I have a responsibility. I have a duty that that'll preach somebody. I don't I don't hear nobody out there uh, that, you know, you you have to be a subject of the master in order for you to walk in the dominion, in order for you to exercise the power to see that evil is resisted from you resist the devil and he, he'll flee. I resisted the devil and he's not fleeing. You ain't a subject. Mm-hmm. You ain't. You didn't. You did not subject yourself to God. You didn't, because if you did, there's power. Uh Oh, I'm sorry. You're working for who? Mm -hmm. My bad. Mm -hmm. I'm out because they know where authority and dominion and power comes from. Mm -hmm. So if you're subject to that person, you're connected to him, then all of that is going to flow right onto you. Mm -hmm. But it's until you make that connection. And I'm telling everybody right now, make that connection. This is the only way for your sustenance. This is the only way for your productivity. There's this only way for your fruitfulness is to be connected to the vine. If you're not connected to the vine, you will die. You will, it's just, it's just common sense. If you're not connected to a power source, then you will wither up and die. So don't stay unplugged. Don't stay disconnected. Be connected to the source. Stay connected to the vine in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. So anyway, uh, that's it. I'm literally going to have the onion burpees all day. And I don't even care. I'm out. I'm out. I don't even care. Listen, for everybody that's watching, I love you. 
Make sure that you tune in. Tomorrow is a special Friday. Uh, we are interviewing a man of God by the name of Samuel Sarpong. And I'm just going to question. I'm going to interrogate him, just like I did Pastor Joey. Um, I'm, I'm leaving Fridays to be like a Q&A, just because I'm very uh, curious. I'm curious as a cat. I like to know, you know, there's, there's lots to be known about the man of God. And I want to know it. I want to know. And I know you want to know it, too. Because he's just, just rising up from the ashes. And it's like, who are you, Phoenix? <laughs> so I'd like to ask some questions. So tomorrow is reserved for the man of God, a Q&A. I'm going to try to get every Friday um, uh, somebody interesting to sit over here so I can question them. I love that. Um, so make sure you tune in. And if you have not, uh, 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 you know, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe. You're losing. Okay, Win. Win and subscribe. And uh, don't forget to, to register for radiance.com. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be, I will be Revival there. Today. I will be com there forward slash in radiance. Jesus' name. Uh, and did I say? You said radiance.com. And it's revivaltoday.com. I don't even know. I don't, I'm just so happy forward right slash now. Radiance. I got White House subs up Thank and you, on Joel. the inside of me. I don't even care. So. Did you, what did they look like? Ooh, we just ordered some shirts hmm? for Radiance. That's great. Okay. So we got some fun surprises here. And don't forget, themightyseries.com. Great Easter. Great Easter present, y'all. Great Easter. Great Easter. Once again, we want to thank uh, Jolina for the wonderful gift, the wonderful surprise for my little youngin. He's very happy. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow.